This is Bees Pod and this is High Five. Just got back from work in a way. I'll be honest with you, I couldn't really predict tonight's game. I read on Twitter earlier on, I think our last eight games versus Woking had been seven draws and one loss, so I wasn't expecting much at all. Having said that, I've been a lot more optimistic recently about away games as opposed to home games. We seem to perform considerably better. I think everyone will agree with me on that one. Lineup came out just before the game. I thought it was a strong lineup to start off with. Fancied us on paper. To be honest with you, I would have liked to have seen Marrow in there ahead of Fonga, but Nevertheless, I was happy enough with the team. The rain was pouring down in Woking from about 6pm, 5pm, 6pm onwards. Potential there for it to be a very scrappy game. But going the ground, the pitch actually looked in pretty decent nick, considering the weather conditions. It caught up a lot during the second half, but that was inevitable you know, with the rain trickling down for the whole match. But yeah, we started really well, started brilliantly. We looked really energised, really up for it. Everyone was committed in their challenges with the first to every second ball, started with with a real heart and desire and everyone seemed to be on it and that didn't change for the whole 90 minutes. Halfway through the first half, Chatinda got the ball, dribbled past a couple of players. McCallum made a run just behind the centre-half, sort of a diag- short diagonal run. Chatunda found him, played through a nice little free ball and uh, McCallum finished with his left foot right in front of the Barnet fans. Obviously, everyone's elated. Just before half-time... Dave Tarpey for Woking had a strike down the other end from the edge of the box, took a wicked deflection from where we were all sat. It looked like it could have gone in, but Scott Lotes came to the rescue once again, adjusted himself fantastically, made a great save. Akinola then pulled his hamstring by the looks of it just before half time. I'm not actually sure how it happened, but he limped off. Didn't look in the best condition, but he's just tweeted after the game that he's okay and he's going to be back in no time, so that's a good sign. As a result of him going off, Josh Walker came on just before the halftime whistle. So we won it up at halftime, a lot of positives to take from the game. You're able to pay with contactless at the Snack Hut, which I'm yet to come across in the National League, which I was quite impressed with. Boys came out in the second half, Woking started as if they'd had a bollocking from their manager. Absolutely dominated possession for a lot of periods in the second half, but they never actually posed a huge threat. I can't actually remember Loach making a save until very late in the second half. And that's testament to the bat four and James Dunn. Walker and McCallum are obviously going to get the headlines tonight, and so they should. They're both fantastic, but it's one of the best defensive displays I've seen in a while from us. It was ruthless, no-nonsense, powerful, strong, hard-working, exactly what you want to see. It was was an old-school defensive display, I'd say. second goal came on about 75 minutes. Walker pounced on a defensive mistake, which their centre-half made. He went through one-on-one. And it straight away reminded me of his goal at Hartlepool away last season when we were on BT Sport. And his finish was to match as well. They said on the on the tunnel there was 120 Bees fans, but I mean, there was definitely more than that. There was 200 minimum, I reckon. So yeah, we were all buzzing. Calm, cool, collective finish. I can't remember a better finisher at the club since Isaac McLeod or John O'Flynn days. Even if you ask me who I'd rather go in, go through one-on-one on goal, Walker or Kindy, I'd have to say Walker. He's just a natural finisher. And um, I think it's, it's very exciting to see how he's going to turn out because he's still only very young. And I feel like he's got a lot to give. So we're 2-0 up and cruising. But of course, wouldn't be Barnet FC without a nervy finish. So what happens? Obviously, Woking score with five minutes to go. I can't even remember what happened, to be honest with you. But I just remember that it was a header. It was a header at the back post, went in the bottom corner. It set up a nervy finish and then the board went up with five minutes added time 
And I think every single Barnet fan was just thinking the worst. But we weathered the storm, defended brilliantly, like we had done the whole game. And we got they got a corner. It, it got cleared down to Mason Clark. I think Mason Clark then passed it back to Adams. Adams broke forward, played it over to the right-hand side to Walker, who was unmarked. He dribbled towards their left-back, cut inside, and just bent it in the bottom corner with his left foot. Three points in the bag, one point off playoffs, three games in hand over those teams close to us. We were on our way. Quality performance quality result Darren Curry and all the boys should be very proud I think every Barnet fan left there this evening absolutely buzzing there's a big few weeks ahead obviously we can't get ahead of ourselves got some massive games coming up starting this Saturday with Yeovil and we've got Barrow Harrogate Sutton they're just endless they're going to come thick and fast but I think that that result tonight for me was the start of the running so hopefully we pick up some form and some good results in the, in the pivotal part of the season